everyone, this is episode 621 of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast for Monday, April 29th, 2019. I'm your host, Mark Nez, and today I'll be talking about Black Paradox, some more Apex Legends, because I reached the max level in the Battle Pass, and that's all I have to say about it. I don't know. There's nothing that excited to talk about regarding Apex Legends, but I've been playing it, and I'm maxed level, so I felt like it, it's something I could talk about. Uh, also, I don't have much to talk about because some of the things I was going to talk about, I checked the embargo, and it's, it's too early. Wednesday, though, Wednesday I'll have some stuff to talk about, uh, <laughs> but today I've got nothing. Of course, Game of Thrones episode 3 of season 8 aired last night i watched it this morning and i have some thoughts i'll talk about that a little later first spoiler free and then spoilerific and then news wise nothing new new stood out new new what is that new new is a bit on comedy bang bang isn't it new new is it with the dude from that loving show or is it with Ben Schwartz? Somebody does new new. I don't know. I haven't listened to Comedy Bang Bang in a while. Anywho, who? Black Paradox. It is a shmup. A what? Is it? It's a horizontal scrolling shmup. Right. That's left to right. No, no matter how many times I learn it, quote unquote, learn it. Vertical versus horizontal is something I still always just am never confident about. But uh, I believe horizontal scrolling shmup is correct. If not, please tell me how stupid I am in getting that wrong. But it is a shmup with a lot of neon going on and great techno music that is very good. And... I put a bit of time into it and I I like it. It's it's a basic ass shmup in terms of gameplay. You can get new weapons from defeating specific type of enemies, uh, like these big cargo ships. They will drop a piece of equipment that you go over, pick up, and then it'll give you an additional weapon. And then you could switch between your two weapons. Your main weapon being a generic ass uh, machine gun type of thing, and then they have rocket launchers. They have like this grenade thing that shoots out and then either blows up i think on contact or once it hits a certain distance there are like these arcing musical notes that i don't i don't know if they have any kind of special ability but they're kind of cool to look at there's like lasers uh guided missiles spread shots etc basic stuff you know the, the the real hook of the game for me is the music and the look and the progression system. So as you play, every time you defeat an enemy, you get a certain amount of credits for that. And then when you finish a run, you can buy equipment for your vehicle, which is, I think it's supposed to be a DeLorean. And that will make it a little bit stronger, faster, what have you. And then you just play through it again. And I don't know if it was in the official description or people just talking about it. They refer to it as a roguelite. And I don't understand 
that I feel like roguelite is thrown around way too often with just reckless abandon because the way I look at it, in a game like this especially, where where the, they call it a roguelite because when you die, you go back to the beginning. All the bosses you fought, you still have to go through them all over again. You lose all those weapons you picked up and any power-ups you picked up along the way. You don't lose the the, the things you've added to your vehicle, specifically those 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 power-ups that you, you paid for. But any of the stuff that you uh, got during the playthrough, like uh, additional weapons and whatnot, you lose those. Why is that a power-up? Or, or why is that a roguelite? It just feels, to me, like it's an arcade game. Which, you know, in an arcade game, you play, and then you die, and if you don't continue, you start back from the beginning. I guess maybe because there is no ability to continue from where you died if you die you have to go to the beginning there are no continues so maybe the the lack of continues is enough to call it a roguelite instead of an arcade game which is a really weird specific thing um i also <laughs> i f-a-r-t-e-d <laughs> i don't know if you heard that it just i couldn't help it it just came out i was not expecting it this is a professional ass show. <laughs> but um I I wish the progression system was different in that it's based solely around these pieces of equipment that you can attach to your vehicle. And the every time you finish a playthrough, there'll be two different pieces of equipment available to purchase. And the quality of the equipment will be based upon how well you did in that previous playthrough which is kind of interesting but i wish i could just use the money to specifically upgrade okay i want to upgrade health like it just seems like a slightly convoluted system because they wanted to do something a bit different and not just have okay you know for the first upgrade to health it costs this much and then this much and you know it exponentially increases but you know what i like that there's nothing wrong with simple simple is good but uh i need to put some more time into it of course but i feel like i've gotten the gist of what it is you can also i think purchase shortcuts to the bosses they have the bosses there and they all cost various amounts of money but i have not been willing to spend any money on any of them yet even though the first boss only costs 500 credits which you can get pretty easily i just I'm hesitant to do that because I want to make my ship strong. I don't need a shortcut to the first boss. The first boss is very easy to get to. The game is also somewhat challenging. And like with every shmup, while I enjoy them, I do get... And maybe it's just me and the way I play and I can't look at two things at the same time. Or my perif doesn't work with shmups specifically. But I find myself focusing so often just on my ship and avoiding projectiles that I'm not actually looking at all that much going on on screen. I don't get to really look at the enemy ships and appreciate all the art that is there because the game is pretty. I like it. It's got a nice look to it. There's like a VHS filter you can turn off if you want. It's on on default and that's fine. It's not 
really uh, overwhelming. It's not it's not excessive. It's it's more subtle than I would expect, I guess. But it's a a decent little game, and I guess it came out on iOS last year, and now it's on console. I'm playing on Xbox One. I, I did not mention that. And uh, as far as shmuffs go, I dig it because it, it's got a different type of look. I feel like I've played a lot of shmups that have a very similar aesthetic and just the fact that it looks a bit different than the norm it, it makes it something that i like playing but i, I don't know how many how how much legs it has because uh, there, there's co-op no online uh, local co-op and I, I just i don't see myself coming back to this once i've like maxed out the level or just beaten it once I just I don't I don't think it has that kind of strength in it you know it's not a classic shmup but it's it's decent you know and if it's if it's around like 10 bucks it's worth checking it out and then Apex Legends I maxed out the battle pass which gave me the pretty cool uh badge that is like that dinosaur skull biting it's cool because it's not a static image you know, it's, it moves and then i unlock the gold skin for the havoc which is pretty cool but uh now that i've finished it it's a bit anticlimactic because i'm not going to get any extra things from the battle pass which kind of sucks it would be nice if i would continued like with reaching the max level and just the the general leveling system if i continue getting some legend tokens or something but as far as i know i won't be getting anything which sucks a little bit since this season has another 50 days ago and that means i have 50 days of getting nothing out of the battle pass specifically but i'll keep playing because i still love the game and that's the main reason why i played it. it's not for the rewards it's just for the act it's just for the enjoyment that comes from playing it uh, I still find winning satisfying. It's not like I win all the time or anything. I've got 50-something wins or more. I don't know. I, I have lost track. But I have run into some weird people in the game that just do weird things for no reason. I don't understand why people are the way they are. I had a team earlier today, and they had both of them had an affinity for closing every door and every building we'd go into and then smashing it off, meleeing it off every single time, which is so dumb because it's a waste of time and also is very loud and gives away a position and just, I don't, I don't understand. It's just a weird, it's a weird thing to do. Uh, but I want another match, which felt pretty good and yeah it's just it's weird i'm maxed out there and i'm like oh what is there to do i i still think that the legend tokens need to be changed and as far as what they can be used for because as i said i think i've talked about this before you can only use them for purchasing legends and alternate skins of legendary items or, or, or of legendary skins you can get alternate skins of legendary skins but what sucks about those is that you can only purchase those alternate skins if you already own the legendary skin 
and legendary skins are hard to get in apex packs and if you want to buy them outright it's going to cost you just shy of 20 bucks like 18 bucks which is a lot of money but if you hold out and maybe get some crafting coins or something to per to, to build that to craft it uh then you can eventually be able to use that alternate skin but i it just seems weird that you have these legend tokens that just accumulate to a ridiculous degree if you if you play frequently uh, consistently and you have no way to really use them because they only revolve around alternate versions of legendary skins not rare skins or or, or anything below legendary um I have purchased one alternate skin and all three legends, which is around 40,000 worth of legendary tokens. And I've already accumulated another 50K, basically, that I have no use for. I, I think it would be nice if maybe they allowed you to convert, say, a 1,000 uh, legendary tokens into 100 Apex coins which you can then use those to purchase the next battle pass or purchase legendary skins or purchase apex packs. You know, I, I think that ratio 1000 for a hundred is not terrible because you get 600 for each level, which means two levels, which late in the game that does take a fair amount of time for the equivalent of one apex pack, which will often not give you that great of stuff. I think that's a decent trade-off. You know, maybe you'll get tr uh, some crafting material on that. So if you only get like 30 crafting material or 15 for the basic ass crafting level, the, the, the white level, which isn't a lot because you need, I think somewhere around 1200 or more to craft a legendary item. And yeah, I don't know. I, there are definitely things that need to be changed and I think that currency system is one of the biggest problems with the game for me at least I, I just look at it that's all you're getting after you reach max level you're not ever getting apex, apex packs for free ever you get a few of them with the battle pass but in terms of just regular leveling up you get legendary tokens and nothing else and you could use those on Barely anything, which really sucks. Um, so yeah, I, I would like to see that change more than anything else uh, currently. Because I just I look at this currency I have, and I can't do anything with it, and it sucks. Because that's the currency I keep getting. Oh, I got six hundred more legendary tokens. Great. Can I use it on anything? No. So, boo on that. Moving on to Game of Thrones. So. The big old Battle of Winterfell. Is it Winterfell? I don't know. Who cares? That happened. And I was pretty underwhelmed by the episode. I thought it was okay. But I am someone who thinks battle scenes in a lot of stuff is pretty underwhelming. Because it's just a lot of people running into one another. And that's not that fun or exciting. And especially since this took place at night. It was very dark. And if you watch it uh, right as it released, you would see a lot of like artifacting and, and compression issues and stuff, um, which is to be expected when it first releases uh, on HBO's platform. But um, 
I just was underwhelmed by it. I, I didn't think it was that exciting, and I was just looking forward to it being over so we can move on and get to the part where everyone starts dying because there weren't many significant deaths. You know, there's some longtime characters who died who I really liked, but nothing felt really super substantial. Moving on to spoilers now for a few minutes. I hate the fact that, and this is spoiler territory, I hate the fact that Arya is the one who killed the Night King. Because it's just the, the icing on the cake of the fetishization of her as this badass killing machine that everyone fucking loves. And she's so awesome. When in reality, she's a psychotic serial killer who should just fucking die already. She's so boring and one note and I hate her. Uh, I don't know. I, I think I still hate Daenerys more because Daenerys is an idiot who should have died countless times throughout all the seasons. And the only reason why she's still here is because she's had people around her who has saved her butt in this way or that way. And she should just be dead. She's an idiot. She doesn't know shit about strategy or jack shit. And I know people love her because she's the only one who cared about freeing the slaves and all this stuff. And I'm like, fine. Having good intentions does not make you smart. You can still be an idiot and have good intentions. And she's a fucking idiot. God, is she so stupid. I hate her so much. Um, her and Jon Snow have no chemistry. It, it was sad that her true love, who she, I don't know, loved as a brother. Maybe there's something there more that she just never wanted to admit. But I forget, I forget his name. I wish I remembered his name, but there's so many fucking names on the show. His death was expected, but sad because I always liked him. He was one of my favorite characters throughout the entire series. The little lady from wherever, I don't know her name, but she came into the show, I don't know, season six or seven. She hasn't been around for a while, but she was fantastic, and her death was probably the saddest, but she took down a giant uh, do, uh, with her death, and yeah. I loved her so much. But there are weird things about the episode. Just in like, Brienne gets just covered by all these white walkers and is screaming in agony. Her scream specifically, more so than any other character, is very distressing and makes me uncomfortable. I'm like, oh my God, what is happening? Like, it's very, I do, it makes me uncomfortable, her screaming. Because it just feels, it, it sounds like it's terrible. But... There are just a few times where she's being overwhelmed by these white workers. I'm like, how is she not dead? How is Sam not dead? Sam is just so fucking lucky. He's like Domino from Deadpool. He's just lucky as shit. He's going to survive because it doesn't matter what happens. He, he's lucky. The The Night Watch dude, he died, which was very expected. I'm like, he is 100% one of the first people to go because, sure, he's fine. He's been around for a while, but... He's in no way a significant character. And what other deaths were there of significance? All the Dothrakian or whatever just died right in the beginning. What a waste. It's a bit of a joke. The red lady comes in at the very beginning. She's like, okay, I'm going to light these things on fire. And then at the end, she just walks away and dies. I don't know. Um, yeah. I, I hate Arya so much. 
I, I probably wouldn't hate her as much if people didn't love her so much. But she's not fucking, she's not that fucking cool. She's not. The little lady who killed a giant and died, she's better. I like her way more. Uh, yeah. That's it for Game of Thrones. I can't think of anything else that really stood out. All I know is that Jamie and Bran are still alive. And the fact that the, the, the one positive about Arya killing the Night King is that that means she can't kill Cersei. If she also kills Cersei, this entire series has been a fucking piece of shit joke. What a bunch of horse shit. If she's this fucking goddamn fuck. I fucking hate that idea. If that happens, I'm going to fucking lose my mind. It needs to be either Jamie or Brienne. Who kills her? I mean, it could be some other ones, but they seem the most logical. Whether it's Cersei acting like she's going to embrace her brother again, and because he still has that longing for her, that love for her that he can't shed, probably. Maybe he goes to her, she kills him, and then Brienne loses her shit and fucking destroys Cersei. That would be amazing. Or if Cersei does something that kills Brienne, or Brienne doesn't have to die, but I think that would really push Jamie over the edge. But I would love to see Jamie push, or not push, but <laughs> let's. I want to see Cersei standing by a window, and then the last shot of the show is him pushing her out a window. It started with him pushing someone out a window, and it ends with him pushing another person out the window. It's like, it would be great because it starts off with you hating this character because he does the most des despicable act in, in the very first episode. And it's like, oh my God, this guy is terrible. He just pushed a little boy out a window. What kind of monster is he? He's also having sex with his sister. What a piece of shit. How could I ever like him? And then eight seasons later, boom, he pushes Cersei, the fucking bitch you hate more than anyone, out the window. Would that not be great? I would love that. That would be amazing. But, but watch. It'll be fucking uh, Arya as uh, Jamie with the whole faceless bullshit. And she'll just fucking slit her throat. And people will be like, oh my gosh, she's so fucking cool. Fucking dumbass. I hate that character. I just want, I want the show to end at this point. But I'm kind of excited that this stupid battle is out of the way. And hopefully it'll get back to what it's good like the the production and all that of the fight is great like it's very well done and all that i just don't find the fighting all that exciting and i don't i don't feel like the, the, there were some cool things with the dragon watching them shoot fire and some of the movement around there and shots but i don't feel like there there's a lot going on in terms of choreography that's all that exciting or or fun or interesting like with a lord of the rings movie uh, you know, Legolas was super fun to watch in those movies. I really like the two towers fight and stuff. Yeah. And it's kind of just boring to have a fight with an enemy that is just a horde, a mindless horde that just charges. Uh, uh, anywho, I think that will do it for this here episode of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast. Also a funny thing. I was looking at my Patreon because, one, I got a new patron, which is cool. You know who you are. I already thanked you. Thank you again. But um, another person was asking me about it, 
and I link to it, and I'm just like, whatever. This is, this exists for people who want to support the shit I do, uh, if they want to. I in no way will ever uh, lock any content behind it. That, that's something I, I just I can't wrap my head around that conceptually. Just doing that, the the thought of making content that only a certain group of people can see. I just I don't like that. Um, I know that's the way the Patreon works, and that's what successful patrons do. I don't think there is a single Patreon that succeeds in just being like, we have these tiers. If you, if you like what we do, you can support us. Uh, everything we do will continue to be free for everyone. Uh, but if you, if you like what we do and, and you want to support us, and like I don't think that's how any of the big ones work. But um, I just I, I will never. I mean, never say never, but I just, I can't wrap my head around doing that. Like, if I make something, then I just want to put it out there so that whoever wants to consume and hopefully enjoy it can. I don't know. That's why I'm just, I'm not a business, I will, I will never be a business person because I just can't, I can't do it. Can't do it. But um, I was looking at my Patreon and the why I'm on Patreon video from, I don't know, three years ago or something. I don't know how old that video is, but... I was looking at it, and man, I had a mustache back then. Woo! And I, I was looking at the video. I'm like, oh, I miss having that mustache. Mustaches are fun, but the time it takes to grow a mustache that big and bushy is too long. And growing a mustache for me, I, I don't know how any of y'all feel about growing mustaches. If you have, but growing a mustache is not like. For me, the act of growing a mushroom involves growing a beard in the meanwhile. I don't think a, a very thin mustache by itself looks good. So you have to have the beard to go with it. And once the mustache is thick enough, then it's all right to shave the beard. You can trim the beard so that the mustache is a bit longer. But the, the, the beard with the mustache when growing it out, I think is essential. Because it just looks it looks really bad when it's just a mustache super thin. I mean, it looks like you're back in sixth grade. Is that when people? I mean, I, I started growing a mustache around fifth grade, I think. Maybe fourth grade. I got a little tiny fuzz. But yeah, I started growing all that pretty early. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know when people grow mustaches. But yeah, seeing that mustache made me a bit nostalgic. But that will do it for this here episode of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast. Once again, I'm your host, Marcus Nez. Y'all can find me on Twitter. Hit the mic. That's my pause. Now I'm pausing for no reason while looking at nothing. I'm looking at my pillbox that just holds vitamins in it. Nothing crazy. But I'm, I'm just, I keep staring at it. I'm Marcus Nez. I already said that, but I'm saying it again. Y'all can find me on Twitter. At PX Sausage. <laughs> Y'all can find me on Twitter and and pretty much everywhere, including PSN. Oh my God. At PX Sausage. It doesn't matter though, because the last time I turned on my PlayStation was, I don't know. But um, yeah, everywhere, pretty much at PX Sausage. The site is, of course, pixelatedsausage.com where you can find 
This podcast, the Pixelator Paranormal Podcast, and Attack the Backlog, which are all available on podcast services across the globe, like Stitcher Radio, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. And if you'd like to check out the video version of this here show and Attack the Backlog, you can go over to youtube.com slash pixelatedsausage. And speaking of Attack the Backlog, a brand new episode, episode number 16, went up yesterday. It's all about Turok, Dinosaur Hunter, which I played on Xbox One, it of course, is the game that uh, originally came out on Nintendo 64, uh, but it was remastered a few years ago, and yeah, I did not finish it. I talked about this in a, a previous episode, but I had fun putting the the episode of Attack the Backlog together. I had a lot of fun. There's a little Run DMC in there, which is just really stupid and just something I decided to put in there at the last minute. I'm like, oh, I, I said this word, and this is something that Run DMC is famous for saying, and was also in a game about snowboarding. Hint, hint. Uh, so why don't I just take that sample and put it in the, the the video instead? And it's it's short enough that they won't claim it on YouTube. I think I don't know. Not not that it matters. I don't monetize the videos, even though I can. Um, but it wouldn't bring in that much anyway. So why even bother? But yeah. That was a fun episode to put together and do the audio for and all that stuff. So I, I'm, I'm always happy when a game that I don't enjoy overall ends up making for an enjoyable attack the backlog, and putting that episode together and all that was a nice reaffirmation of how happy I am with that series and all the work I put in into it up to this point and the fact that it's helped me attack my backlog and get through some games that I probably never would have gotten to if not for the series and I just see a bright future for it and maybe I'll even get more elaborate with it I don't know I don't know what else I could do with it if anything not that I think I need to but you know the whole second runs thing is still something I would like to do but Jade Empire was like I I don't like second runs is also depressing because I went back to Jade Empire one game that I would probably prior to replaying it put in my top twenty five games of all time and then after returning to it, I'm like no nope, uh uh-uh, uh I don't even know if this would be in my top one hundred so I that's a depressing thing and why second runs is like oh god I don't know about this anymore but uh yeah attack the backlog episode sixteen. Turok Dinosaur Hunter is now available on podcast surface as well and YouTube, so check them out. Though I will say, which I said at the end of the video, if you are prone to motion sickness, the video might make you a little sick because it's a fast-paced first-person shooter. I'm moving around a lot in the video, and I maxed out the field of view, so you might be a little sick to your tummy. But, um, yeah, I also make art, which you can find over at pxsart.com. If you see something you like, you can click the link, and it'll take you to where you can purchase a print of the piece you fancy. And if you fancy the site in general and anything we do, you can go over to patreon.com slash pxs and support us that way. You don't have to, but it's, it's always nice. Like, the handful of people who do support us through Patreon do mean a, a great deal. Uh, I'm very appreciative of those people who are willing to put down 
any amount of money every month for the, the stuff we put out. So yeah, thank you. Uh, and thank you, listener, watcher, for doing just that. I hope you enjoyed this episode. How could you? I just I just stole from Player One Podcast. How could I? How could I do that? Player One Podcast is good. You should watch that or listen to it. That just reminded me. They uh they mentioned a game on Player One Podcast. If you want to hear it in much more detail, because I haven't looked it up and read it on myself, but it's on Switch and PC. I don't know if it's anywhere else. It's called Dig Dog. I think that was the title. And it's four bucks. And it was made by one person who has uh, some kind of physical disorder that made it so that the way in which some kind of stress disorder, I'm not going to get it right, but they made the game and coded it and did the art using like an eye tracker and coded it using voice to text software and used a pedal to do some other thing. Like the fact that this one person made this game in that way is enough to make me want to support them. And at four bucks, it's like, okay, whatever. It's four bucks. Sure. I will skip my Starbucks coffee today for this game. Fun fact, I don't drink Starbucks coffee any day. So it was very easy for me to skip it. But uh, yeah, I'm going to pick it up on Switch. And then I could talk about it on Wednesday. The episode where I'll be talking about plenty of stuff. Because that's when the embargo lives for this and that. So uh, yeah. As always, thank you for watching or listening again. And I hope you enjoyed this here episode. Have a wonderful rest of your day. Bye. Bye. Bye.